I'm usually not in the take, or I'm usually not in the know when new slangs come around. And that's because I live a pretty uh, insular life. I have shows that I like to watch. I like podcasts that I like to listen to. Uh, what else? You know, my kids and I have certain interests, you know, shows that we like to watch. I'm trying to teach my uh, younger son, uh, sorry, my older son, uh, chess. I like hanging out with my wife. And most of all, I like making money. So if it's not around these core things, uh, typically stuff can be going on and I wouldn't even know. Like the recent fuel scarcity uh, that I just woke up to uh, two days ago. So apparently, um, you know, labor unions, everybody's getting antsy about this whole thing about fuel subsidy removal and um, it's causing panic buying um, and delays, uh, sorry, not delays, what's that word? Interruptions in fuel supply and stuff like that. And so there was stuff going around my head and I had absolutely no idea and I just woke up and there it was, um, a fuel situation. Then I had to go and queue um, all of a sudden. Oh, apologies for those of you who are not Nigerians, you know, for my listeners from other countries. Uh, this is just some um, inside small talk, you know, some Nigerian small talk. But all right, we'll get to the rest of you eventually. Anyway, so since I live an insular life, things just happen and, you know, I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? And I'm often uh, caught um, unawares. And um, this is not just, you know, in matters of uh, politics and macroeconomic issues. But it also catches me off when, um, you know, on, in the cultural sense as, as well, you know, people say stuff and I'm like, where did that come from? You know, like one time my wife was talking and then she said uh, something, 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 and she said casting. And the way she said casting, I just thought that was odd because back when I was a kid, um, in my own time, uh, casting, if you said you casted someone, that means you castigated uh, someone. And so she said casting in this sense and... Well, anyway, it became clear that <clears throat> uh, I was the doofus and I didn't know, uh, you know, all the new slangs going around and stuff like that. So I'm constantly having to be educated. You know, when I run into my um, younger cousins, uh, my stepsis, uh, and then, you know, whenever my wife finds out uh, something new. So um, I'm always behind. And what does that have to do with um, you guys today, whether Nigerian listeners or not? Uh, whether you are getting ready to walk down the aisle this year or whether you're already in a marriage. This is what it has to do with uh, the rest of us. There's another one of those terms that I've been hearing a lot. And uh, if you haven't figured out, um, assuming you're a long-term listener, I'm sure you must have figured out already that I'm a Christian and I'm Catholic. But if you if you haven't figured that out, well, anyway, there you have it. If you're a new-time listener, um, that's the proper context uh, from which you take everything that I'm going to say. So there's been a lot of talk um, on, okay, well, not a lot of talk. I mean, people using this term when they say, give yourself grace. When they say, oh, things are hard at work and blah, 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 give yourself grace. You and your spouse are having issues, blah, 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 give him grace. Give her grace. You guys need to give yourselves grace. And when it comes to uh, those of us in the uh, marriage and the relationship space, it looks like it's sound advice that you are not perfect. And so you have to make allowances for when um, things go wrong. And you have to just recognize that we're not perfect and mistakes will happen. And so I guess it's a good idea to, in quote, give yourselves grace when things are not going on uh, well 
in your relationship and in your marriage. So you're quarreling with your uh, fiance, uh, sorry, with your fiance. I think fiance is the guy and fiance is the lady. Anyway, whichever way it works. So you're quarreling with your significant other because uh, wedding plans are currently uh, on the way and you guys are arguing about uh, uh, specific details uh, or how roles are to be apportioned or how the family is going to apportion costs and you guys are maybe even upset about um, cultural issues. Let's say that this is an um, intertribal um, marriage or a cross uh, or an interracial marriage. So the issues are flying off left and right. And so, yes, it seems like a good idea to give yourselves grace. So you're the Nigerian guy. You're getting married to uh, the lady from France. So it's okay to say, well, let's give her grace because she doesn't understand how things uh, work in this context. Or it could be the other way around. Uh, you're the Nigerian lady getting married to um, the guy from, I don't know, Barbados, for instance. And yeah, that's an actual one. I've actually shot a wedding like that before. And uh, yeah, you'd be surprised the kind of um, cultural uh, things, cultural misunderstandings that can come up during the wedding process and also all the way up to the wedding day when some things are not properly discussed or anticipated beforehand. So it'll be okay to say, uh, well, let's give him grace because where he comes from, this is how they do stuff and whatnot. And so the same thing when you're dealing with your spouse. So in principle, the idea of giving yourself grace, giving your spouse grace, or giving your significant other grace as you guys are planning in, uh, on walking towards the wedding, um, uh, towards the altar. So in principle, giving yourselves grace is a good idea. Well, the problem is the world, in quote, as evangelical Christians would like to say, the problem is the world is beginning to co-opt terms and words without properly understanding what those words mean. And because of that, we're setting up false expectations about things that we can never reach or fulfill. Now, in the traditional Christian context, grace is that invisible, supernatural, it's that gift that flows from God that helps you through stuff. So you're going through a rough time. It is his grace that gets you through. You're lacking in faith. It is his grace that helps you believe. You are despairing. It is his grace that will help give you hope. So grace is the gift from God that we do not merit, by the way. So it's that unmerited gift of God that he gives us to help see us through. So grace is always something that moves from God. Now, when we try to co-op that term grace and apply it to our relationships, we are assuming that by me giving my spouse, by me giving patients grace, I'm going to be able to give her something to cope. And that is not the case. Because you say, give her grace, but in actuality, I am not adding anything to the situation apart from just um, acknowledging that she is not perfect. And so in that case, just making an allowance. And of course, for those of us who've been married for a while, even if it's just two years, I'm sure you have kind of figured out already that allowances, we need more than allowances to make our marriages survive and to thrive. So there's no point in running around talking about giving, you know, me saying I will give patients grace and patients saying she will give me grace 
or both of you who are getting ready to uh, walk down the aisle, you will give each other grace when in effect you are not giving anything or actualizing anything. You're just accommodating and owning up to shortcomings. So if grace is essential for the healing process and for the growing process in our relationships and in our marriages, and because, yes, grace actually is essential, I think that's one of the reasons why the world, in quote, as evangelicals call it, that's one of the reasons why the world has owned up to this fact and is talking left, right, and center about giving people grace. So if grace is essential to the healing process, you might as well figure out what grace is and go to the source and go to the authentic root of grace. I cannot give patients grace when we are quarreling about um, money or about uh, family issues or about the direction of the family. Um, the education of the children, relocate or don't relocate, uh, what else, juggling schedules, the typical things that, you know, we married people um, argue about, especially when we have kids. And both of you in the process of planning your wedding, you cannot give each other grace. You can't. The only person that can give grace, that supernatural gift that is going to help move you through, is God. And so, if grace is going to be a significant part of the equation, then God has to be a significant part of the equation as well. So, you guys are stuck in a bind. The marriage planning seems to be rough, or the marriage seems to be running rough for now. You pray and ask God to give you grace, or to give both of you grace. And that is how you're going to get through it. Because we, as human beings, do not have the capacity to give grace. And so, when we go, out, uh, go all over the place on podcasts or Instagram or in conversations with ourselves, and we're saying, mm, this is your husband, Nkunle, mm, just give him grace. We haven't done anything. We haven't said anything. All we're doing is trying to understand and making allowance. But the thing is, over the long term, most likely that is going to build some resentment. If grace is a significant part of the equation, then pray to God and ask Him for grace in your dealings with your husband, Kunle, and that he should receive grace as well, and ask for the healing grace of God to come upon your marriage. And the same thing as well, you ask for grace from God as both of you are getting ready to walk down the aisle. Now, try not to be unnecessarily uh, spiritual on the podcast, but... It's something I figured I'd talk about because there's this idea right now out in the world, in quote, that we are the chief authors and finishers and the chief determiners of our faith. And it would be a real shocker for both of you who are getting ready to walk down the aisle to walk into the wedding and then realize that you guys are not the masters of your faith. So you come in with good intentions and with pure heart, but then maybe Kunle is not meeting you halfway, or the other way around. You come into this, and, you know, Catherine is not being entirely forthright. There's a lot that is beyond our control, and sometimes we need help. And that's the reason why, in previous episodes, I've been talking about um, discernment, and then all the avenues that are out there, you know, the church, the pastor, Sister Dorothy, you know, the prayer warrior, whoever, 
And then if you guys really do need professional issues, there are professional avenues out there, you know, people that you can talk to. Mental health professionals are now becoming a thing in Niger. For those of you who've been listening uh, to the podcast episodes for a while, you remember the episodes where I spoke about my run-in with the um, FRSC. That's Federal Road Safety Corps. You know, eventually, I was ordered to go and see a psychiatrist to be sure that I was mentally fit uh, to drive again. It's a hilarious episode, anyway. I can't remember what the episode title was. Um, But if you're a first-time listener, if you go back... If you start listening from the beginning, eventually you, you'll catch the story uh, about my running with the law. And I was surprised because I didn't realize that mental health uh, professionals were a thing in Nigeria. I know that there's a mental health um, facility, I think in Yaba in Lagos, but I think that's for real crazy people. Or at least that's what we thought back then when we were in secondary school. Uh, my second secondary school was in um, St. Gregory's College, Obalinde, or Southwest Ikoi, as some of us like to say, make it sound more touche. So I just thought the level of mental health um, in Nigeria was just purely for crazy people. Like you're mad, you're walking around the streets, stackers. So I had no idea that in regular government hospitals, you can actually walk in and ask to see a psych- psychologist, psychiatrist, you know, mental health people basically, and say, uh, hey doc, I'll be married a year, two years, or we're planning for the wedding. And Omar, this thing is just doing my head in, like I'm depressed. I don't know what the way forward is. Am I making a mistake? There are people that you can talk to. So there are avenues available um, for dealing with the difficulties that come with planning a wedding or building a marriage. But let us not fall into the trap that the modern man has fallen into in believing that we are the sole determiners um, of everything, that we determine and decide on our own, and then supposedly the universe will just align and everything will be fine. So I'm not saying you have to pray or you have to believe in God. But if you're one of those people who believes that grace has to come into the equation, then understand what grace is and pursue grace the right way. Grace is not going to come from you. Grace is not going to come from your spouse. Grace is not going to come from your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And grace is not going to come from your children. The most that will happen is some understanding, uh, some acceptance, some accommodation. But if you want grace, do it the right way. Ask for it the right way and ask for it from the right person, the only person who can give grace. So thank you very much for listening to the So You're Getting Married podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Don't be confused. I'm not a pastor. I'm not in ministry. But once in a while, it's important to talk about these things because, yeah, we're getting ready to get married. We're happy. All is good. But, you know, you get married and then uh, shit, shit gets real. And um, at times like that, we remember that we're not just the only ones in, in the marriage. And yes, it's it's you and it's Kemi. But then you remember that you also have other people, Uncle Kunle, Auntie Kemi. And you also have to deal with God as well, or the spiritual side as well. So yeah, that's it. Thank you very much for listening to the recording. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. So you all have a wonderful day. And for those of you who are in Nigeria, at least in Abuja anyway, where we're getting to feel the pinch on the fuel situation, um, hopefully this will be over soon so we can get back to our regular lives and we don't have to go and spend hours on fuel queues anymore. So I'll catch you guys at the next recording. Thanks for listening to the show. Also, remember to like, to share, to subscribe, because that is how 
uh, we spread the message and that is how the podcast continues to grow of course if you have any questions queries or comments if you're listening on the anchor app you can send a voice note you just tap on that bubble that dialogue bubble the message will come straight to me over here on the app and i'll be able to get your feedback or listen to your um, question and it's the same also if you're listening on uh gosh what's that called it's not soundcloud what's it this thing hmm. i can't remember but there are uh, one or two podcast um players basically that have a community function and it's the same you just click on the voice uh on the dialogue bubble and you'll be able to send me um a message so yeah that's it so thanks like share subscribe and i'll catch you guys at the next recording